Hello and welcome to Santa Clara University's Jesuit School of Theology podcast. My name is Steve Padilla and I'm the host of our JST podcast. We're reaching you from the Loyola Room at JST overlooking the beautiful city of Berkeley in the San Francisco Bay Area. This week's podcast, I have the privilege of interviewing Father Kevin O'Brien, JST's new dean. Welcome, Father O'Brien. Uh, Steve, it's good to be here. All right. Um, now, for those who don't know, you came from Georgetown. Um, what was your role at Georgetown? So at Georgetown, I spent eight years uh, serving Georgetown, which is my alma mater. I went to college there uh, as an undergrad. Uh, I had two roles. First was executive director of campus ministry, which was supervising and overseeing the largest campus ministry in the country. Uh, Georgetown has a deep commitment to interreligious dialogue, so we had chaplaincies in the Catholic, Protestant, Muslim, Jewish, Orthodox, Christian, and Hindu uh, traditions. And I coordinated and oversaw our campus ministry on, on four campuses. Um, and then the last five years, I served as vice president for mission and ministry, which is essentially uh, my role was to promote the Catholic and Jesuit tradition of the university among our faculty, staff, students, alumni, and parents. And in that role, I served on the president's um, cabinet and assisted him in trying to help people understand what Jesuit education, Jesuit higher education means today in the complexities and realities of today's world. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's quite a job description. That's a lot of stuff. So how has uh, how has those roles at Georgetown um, do you think going to help you for this position as the dean at JST? Well, the Jesuit School of Theology. I mean, our our, our purpose is to uh, form and to educate and to train uh, laymen and women, uh, religious priests, sisters, and other people of faith in understanding the depth of the theological tradition and then adapting and applying that tradition to the present needs of our world in a variety of different contexts within this country, with different communities, and outside this country and all around the world. So um, coming from a university setting like Georgetown, deeply rooted and committed to the academic enterprise, so we are above all a school. We are a school, but a school of theology. And um, my role as vice president for mission and ministry helped me understand the breadth of the theological tradition and how it is manifest in a variety of faith traditions. So we're, we, our focus here is in the Catholic and Christian um, tradition, but at JST we are in dialogue with other traditions. And so the schools of the uh, Graduate Theological Union here in Berkeley um, from different faith traditions, we are in dialogue with them, and, and that, that only deepens our, our education here, what our, what our students experience when we bring the Catholic and Christian tradition in dialogue with other faith traditions, and in dialogue with people who are um, seeking some meaning in their life who may not be in a particular faith tradition. Wow, that's great. Now, you've been here for a few weeks. You started at, at the beginning of August. What's something that you learned about JST or about the community that you didn't know before you arrived here? I, I guess, I mean, people have been uh, very welcoming uh, here, uh, both at, up in Berkeley and the main campus at Santa Clara. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't fully appreciate um, how deeply committed and enthusiastic people are about the, the particular emphasis we have here at JST about contextualized theology, that is taking um, a deep theological tradition and reflection 
and deep thinking and learning and applying it concretely in a host of different contexts. I think, and that's what we call contextualized learning, right? So that yeah. theology is not, as Pope Francis says, is not, theology is not, you know, meant for the bookshelf or for, for um, stuffy and arcane theological debates that don't touch human reality. The theology we try to do here is deep and it's rigorous and it's scholarly, but it, it is meant to come alive in real people's lives, particularly those people uh, in particular need in our world today, those on the margins and those in poverty and those who feel excluded from either in society or even the church. And, and I think your point is taken in that we, uh, we did some uh, interviews, uh, some student testimonials uh, not too long ago, and all three of the students that we did the testimonials for, they were doing their MDiv, but they were, they were taking that experience and taking that education and and doing vastly different things in the community uh, with it, you know, one you know wanted to be a teacher, you know, and, and and somebody else wanted to do you know work you know ministry work within the prison. So they were able to take you know the education that we're learning here, um, and like you said, you know, take it out in the world. So so that's really that's really great. Well, I think a lot of people ask, so what is a, a school of theology? Because many people you know didn't know that we have such schools they've heard of schools of law schools of medicine schools yeah. of nursing schools of public policy and so forth and i don't think people realize that um how important these schools of theology are both to jesuit higher education and to the church um, both here and and uh, elsewhere um for instance in north america in toronto and in boston that these uh, schools of theology that the Jesuits are associated with, and there are, there are many more seminaries or schools of theology uh, across the country, but those three here in Berkeley and in Boston and in Toronto, you know, these centers are deeply critical for uh, so that the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits, can be of service to the church and the world because it really helps the church do its thinking on stuff that really matters. Yeah. And I, as I describe what a school of theology is, you know, basically we are... We are um, in, in a way that St. Ignatius put it when he, when he described what is the purpose of the Jesuits. He says our, our purpose is to help souls, to help people. And what schools of theology do are to help souls, help people, mind, body, and spirit, what we call core personalis. And our goal is to train um, men and women today who will be carers of souls and carers of bodies and carers, carers of spirit and fomenters of mind uh, so that we can help people realize their God-given potentials. That, I, I like how you say that. That's, um, uh, yeah, I really like how you say that. That was, that, that was powerful. Um, and it's interesting, you, you've been here for a couple of weeks, and like, the, you know, hearing you talk about that, it's like you light up. I wish people could, could see how, you know, you light up and the passion that you have when talking about that. So, um, so I think we're going to, I think this is going to be good. With that said, my question to you, and you were kind of uh, leading, you know, towards that is, you know, what are some of your goals, you know, for JST while you're at the helm? What, what would you like to see? Uh, how would you like to see JST move in the future um, during at least your four? It's just four years, correct? And then or, and then possibly more. But it's how, how, how does that work right. with that? Yeah. So the term of a dean is four years. Um, uh, and as I, I frankly, as I, I just finished my first week, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really going week to week here yeah. in the beginning. Um, I. Uh, what I'm doing now is a lot of listening to our, 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 our students and to our faculty and staff, our alumni and our board members, about where they, 
how they experience JST now, where it is and where they, where they would want it to go. Um, I think what I'm like to focus on at the beginning is, is helping uh, the members of our community um, articulate what the mission of JST is today, particularly in context of the church today, which is at a very important moment with Pope Francis's papacy and also with our deepening integration with Santa Clara University. And so, you know, what then is our mission in, in the context of a larger church and then also in the context of, of a, this Santa great Clara. university, Santa Clara, which um, does so much not simply for this country, but, but around the world. That is great, and, and I'm glad I'm glad to hear you you know say that because you know we are a little ways away from Santa Clara, and sometimes you know the students and even some faculty and staff they don't get that connection, and and it's a really powerful connection to be able to have you know for current students for alumni, um, and you know just in, in in every aspect, and so I'm glad that that we'll be able to do that, and we're getting our new crop of students coming in here, I believe on the 22nd or 23rd for orientation, so so that'll be exciting to be able to to talk with them about that. Right. I mean, we're one of the six schools of Santa Clara University, and, and with that comes um, a lot of privileges and, and responsibility. I, I think the Jesuit School of Theology can contribute much to the life of Santa Clara University. I mean, here, I mean, Santa Clara, would, like Boston College, has a school of theology. Santa Clara has a school of theology. There are only two Jesuit universities in the U.S. that have a school of theology, and Santa Clara is one of them. The only one on the West Coast, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we have a lot to contribute to Santa Clara in terms of the life of the mind and the life of the spirit that we that we uh, are fermenting here. Um, but also Santa Clara gives us access to a whole host of resources, but also alumni and communities around the world that, that I think we can be of service to. And, and, and being in dialogue with other schools at Santa Clara can also be enlivening for our work here. For instance, one small... Example: We've done something recently on on um, uh, restorative justice, right? And so our friends at the law school at Santa Clara University are interested in that project. Yeah, so that's just one tie of yeah. many that we are developing. Yeah, and 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 on my end, we uh, we actually just had a uh, marketing meeting with all of the uh, different graduate uh, schools down there. You know, just to talk about what we're doing and how we can work together. And and before I was starting to get the podcast, I'm like, hey, I just got the equipment. We can do these right. different things where we can cross promote and you know, very much like you just talked about. I think one of the greatest uh, temptations in a university setting is um, siloing, where where people just get. Yeah, get siloed and and we can do that individually and we can certainly do that within a school or university community and so all of us here have to really think about breaking silos because the world is is much too complicated for siloed thinking or living that is that is very correct um we we touched base on it a little bit here but uh we are starting school in a couple weeks i I believe we start after uh, labor day um is our first uh, official day we have orientation a couple weeks before um what advice would you give to the incoming students we have students you know we have international students uh we have students uh from around the united states Uh, what advice would you give them uh coming in here new yourself uh here well, I would uh, come um, to the to Jesuit School of Theology um, with an open heart and an open mind. Um, I think it's uh, with any transition such as I'm experiencing, it's helpful uh, or it's natural to have a certain type of restlessness. And that restlessness can be very holy and inviting because although it can be uncomfortable at times, it indicates that we're yearning for something more, what the Jesuits call the magis, that we're, that we're yearning for something more. 
And God wants to give us that, but each in our own way, God working with us each in our own way. So how is it, I would say to those students coming, you know, God is waiting for you here. And are you, as Pope Francis often says, are you willing to be surprised? And so I would say, come here uh, prepared and, you know, with a solid background um, in the service you've rendered and the studies you've committed yourself to and the life you've had. But come with a bit of humility and an openness to experience something new. And you will experience something new here with the faculty who will engage you, with uh, students uh, who will challenge you, um, uh, for, with students and faculty from around the world who will broaden your mind, and with service and um, immersion experiences that will, will just break open your heart. And I, I think that that's great advice from, from the young people that, well, young to me, but for, for the uh, grad students that, that come here, that's one of the things that they talk about is the fact that, you know, they're in a classroom with, you know, people from around the world and they see things in a different, you know, angle in a different way that, you know, they might not have thought about before. Um, right. And that's, that's a great education um, right. that's hard to replicate. It is. And then, you know, uh, the learning... Um, is lived and contextualized, right? So we we challenge all of our students to get out in 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 the Bay Area. I mean, there's so many opportunities here in the Diocese of Oakland and in over in San Francisco and other parts of the Bay Area where uh, students can um, have that that formation of the whole person that Jesuits try to instill. Um, have long instilled for centuries, um, again, of mind, heart, and spirit. And so whether our students are going to go to uh, San Clemente with a Jesuit who works at, at one of California's largest state prisons, or whether they work at a, um, uh, a school in Oakland, or at a, at a parish, uh, a diverse ethnic parish in uh, San Francisco, or whether they go on one of our immersion experiences around the world, um, during during the January term, I mean, they're gonna their world's gonna be broadened, and not just by what happens in the classroom, but outside. Yeah, and that's that that is a, a true point. And um, you know, some of the most powerful things that uh, that the students you know can do here is is to go on those you know immersions and just mm -hmm. you know experience something that that they might not have ever been able to do before. Um, and so I'm going to need to figure out how I can get on, on, on one of those as well. I'm going to have to talk with some people. Maybe, maybe I know some people here. Um, so are, now as you're um, a dean here, is there any, any projects or any books or anything that you're currently working on or you just focus on, uh, on being a dean or, or how does that work? I know, you know when I talked with you know, Father Massaro, he was you know, starting to write his book as he was ending. Um, and so do you have anything that, that is coming right. up? I do. I, I uh, I currently, um, the book that I currently have published is called The Ignatian Adventure, um, Experiencing the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius in Daily Life, which was basically an adaptation of the spiritual exercises, the foundation of Jesuit spirituality, applied to, to ordinary people's lives in daily living. How do we make that type of spirituality come alive for those in business or in school or, or those at the beginning or you know, young people or those um, older people, uh, you know, how, how does our spiritual tradition come alive today? So that was my first book, and um, I, I currently am researching a second project which stems from a course I taught at Georgetown for seven years 
uh, I called it, the, the course was called The Church in the 21st Century. It was basically a semester-long conversation about how do we make the Christian tradition come alive to young people today, to millennials or now Generation Z. Um, and so that's the project I'm working on. Um, and then how do we bring that, that Christian tradition in dialogue with other religious traditions uh, today, particularly with the challenges the world faces today when there, there can be so much political and religious division. So yeah. that's all. Um, I have a file cabinet of notes. <laughs> I just nothing's on paper yet. I don't think I'll have much time in the next uh, semester to do much on the writing, but I hope to get to it. Yeah. Well, well, notes is a good start. So yes, that's a, that's a good start. And uh, I appreciate your time here because uh, you know, like you said, you know, you just got here and, and you're uh, you know really busy getting to know the faculty and the staff and and the students that are going to be arriving here. So. Um, I appreciate your time and talking with me about, uh, you know, about your background and about, you know, where you see uh, JST. And, and from my perspective, I, I have to tell you that I'm really excited uh, to see, you know, the direction uh, that, that you're taking this. And like I said, I wish people could see, you know, as you talk, you know, the passion and, and, and the spirit that, you know, that comes out of you uh, when you talk about this. And so, so that's exciting. Great. Well, uh, so. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. So thank you, uh, Father O'Brien, for being my guest this week. JST's podcast will be sent out weekly on Thursdays. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, at JSTSCU, Instagram, also at JSTSCU, and Facebook, at the Jesuit School of Theology of Santa Clara. You can also visit us on the web at scu.edu backslash JST. That's scu.edu backslash JST. If you'd like further information on JST or the content of this podcast, email me at sjpadilla at scu.edu. That's s-j-p-a-d-i-l-l-a at scu.edu. Or contact me at 1-800-824-0122. That's 1-800-824-0122. Thank you for listening to JST's podcast, where we are living theology and transforming our world.